in this edition of Hoopsology, and honor of the playoffs fastly approaching, Matt and Justin discuss their top players in the NBA right now. Which players will Matt and Justin disagree on, and which players will they see eye to eye? You'll have to tune in and find out. This was a really fun chat, and you don't want to miss which NBA players are really taking the league by storm. Please email your questions to hoopsologypod at gmail.com and follow us on all social media platforms for our latest shows. Also, subscribe to our YouTube channel. We are a proud member of Underdog Podcast. And now, here's In the Lab with our top 10 players in the NBA right now. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of In the Lab with Hoopsology. I am one out of two of your hosts, Matt Thomas, joined as always by... I like to call him the point god of this show, Justin Goodrum. Justin, how you doing, man? Good, good. Uh, just enjoying the as the recording of this podcast, the first day of the NCAA tournament. So doing pretty well. Yeah, we already have some pretty big epic upsets. Uh, yeah. Great to see that. It's always exciting these first few days. I'm also excited about this episode uh, because we haven't done something like this in a little while. We haven't done a list to this degree in the history of the show, actually. So I think it's going to be a really fun thing to do from time to time here. I kind of look at this as sort of like a, a report card, if you will. We're not talking about like goat status or things like that that we've talked about in the past. What we're doing today, folks, is top 10 players in the NBA. And this is the spring 2023 edition. So there are a lot of different ways that Justin and I have organized this. I haven't seen Justin's list. He hasn't seen mine. But we're going to go through starting from number 10 all the way down to number one and see if we find agreement, disagreement on the top players in the league. And we want to know your agreements, disagreements too. So if you're on YouTube or wherever you are, if you're following us on social media, give us a shout hoopsologypod at gmail.com. You can always get in touch with the show that way. We'll be referring to Vegas odds as we often do. So want to mention that we are getting our odds from bovadasportsbook.com. So you can check that out if you want to check out these odds. And let's not waste any time, Justin. We've got a lot of spots to get through here. And we're just going to kind of go lightning round style. Just a little bit of reaction here and there. If there's any strong disagreements, we'll certainly pause for that. <laughs> but Justin, why don't you go ahead and lead us off with number 10 on your list? Yeah, number 10, controversial figure as of late. But I do think he makes it onto this list, and that's John ja Morant. I think he is the, you know, obviously the best player on the Memphis Grizzlies the reason why they are a title contender once he comes back. Um, why is he 10th and not higher? Um, just through his tr- transgressions of late. I think if you take a look at the recent history of the league, un- unfortunately for him, he's been the most recent example of star players that for some reason, one, one way or another, have not received that mentorship to not make mistakes and he has. And I don't think the interview with Jalen Rose did him any favors. And I am skeptical when he returns to this team, if he, what's going to happen. I mean, it's only going to get more stressful from here. Each, you know, playoff win, each round that they progress, it's only going to get more intense. And I just hope that there are um, people in his life and mentors there set to make sure 
um, that he doesn't stray down the wrong path because <laughs> he got extremely lucky. Um, from a basketball standpoint, I think he's incredible. And honestly, I'd be willing to put him higher on the list, but I think his transgressions, I mean, this is not just one thing, right? If everybody makes mistakes. If you just take a look at the most recent incident, he didn't hurt anybody. He didn't go to jail. Um, and from a um, long-term consequence matter, um, I don't think it was that long-reaching. But if you take a look at it in the base of his previous history, um, it is a problem and it is a concern um, heading into the latter parts of his career. So that's why I put him 10th. But, you know, he's averaging, you know, almost 28 points a game. Um, the Grizzlies are in third place, and that's mostly due to him. And I think he is the, you know, the lifeblood of this team. So when he comes back, they'll get an emotional lift and they'll support him. And I'm looking forward to seeing what the Grizzlies do in the playoffs. Yeah, and I believe it was just announced that the NBA dropped an eight-game suspension on John Morant. We had an interview with the great Kurt Helen of NBC Sports. You guys can check out that interview if you want more on the John Morant situation. I I like this pick, Justin. On Bovada, just so you know the impact of his suspension, the Grizzlies are tied for fifth to win the West at plus 1,000. So that's been part of the impact, even though you mentioned they're sitting at third place in the Western Conference. They are now fifth in terms of their Western Conference odds. So faith mm -hmm. is wavering. Interestingly enough, that is tied with the same odds as the Lakers and the Mavericks for the Western oh, Conference. Wow. Um, I'm going to go ahead and move into my 10th pick, just because I, I don't disagree with anything you said there. Um, my 10th pick, first I want to say honorable mention to Damian Lillard. I, I struggled <laughs> with this. But my 10th <laughs> pick here, give me SGA, Shea Gilgis Alexander. Oh, wow. I like it. This, this is a young up-and-comer. He's gotten a lot of buzz this year. But the Thunder are in ninth place in the Western Conference. Nobody saw that coming. Everybody thought this is one of the teams tanking for Wemby, potentially, when we started the season in spite of us already knowing SGA was up and coming. This year, he kind of proved that. He proved last year wasn't really a fluke. He was one of the main storylines for the first few months of the season. And on Bovada, he's second in most improved player award odds at plus 525. So he's shown it there. Uh, some folks had <laughs> a period of time during that initial sort of blaze that the Thunder went through when they were a little more successful, I think up in the sixth seed, people were giving him a little tiny bit of MVP buzz. Granted, I, I don't think it was wholeheartedly serious, but give me SGA. Part of the reason I picked him over Damian Lillard for my 10th spot was that he's also a sizable and effective defender. And I do want to give props and shout outs, as you guys will see as we go through the list here, to guys that are really doing it on both sides of the ball. Not that everyone on my list fits into that mold, but I like to give tip of the cap when I can to those types of players. Um, so any thoughts you have, Justin, or you can move on to number nine if you'd like. No, I like that pick. Um, I approve. Um, not too much to add there. I think we've been huge fans of SGA just based on our you know, Oklahoma City uh, Thunder interview we did earlier in the year and just Looking at that team, they're going to be really, really interesting to watch in just in future years. 
Um, I think we've seen the NBA where, you know, we've seen the Suns and the Memphis Grizzlies and even the Pelicans. A lot of these kind of low market teams really rise to the top of the league. And I think the Thunder are the next to be at top of it, not to mention the Kings too. Um, I think kind of the, don't you be surprised if like the Thunder are the next Sacramento Kings next year. So absolutely. Completely agree. <clears throat> Um, so number nine, and to me, I'm not enthusiastic about this pick, um, but he gets slept on a lot and his stats are not impressive, but I think in a, I don't know, in a clutch situation, how can you not count this guy out? And that's Kawhi Leonard. Mm -hmm. Um, the Clippers are fifth. Um, he's, his stats are not sensational, but I just think Been out a lot too. A, he has, uh, but at the same time, if we take a look at the Clippers in a clutch situation, it's hard to bet against him. Um, but that's, I don't have too much to add. It's hard to really keep him out of this top 10 list. Yes, he's quiet. He's not flashy. But, I mean, the playoffs are quickly coming here. And I just see him against a lot of players, you know, specifically like if, if they face, you know, Devin Booker or even John Morant or um, if they, you know, tangle with like the Kings. I mean, you have a cold-blooded killer in Kawhi Leonard that's proven that he's able to win multiple championships in multiple different situations. And I just think him not on this list, I would just feel weird about it, um, despite him not being the most flashiest player and somebody who can get it done on both ends of the floor, like you were saying. So, Yeah, side um, note, also still one of my favorite running joke NBA memes is Kawhi <laughs> Leonard reacting to anything. I mean, there's several good ones yeah. with Kawhi Leonard there, but um, not on my top 10. And, and it's purely because of durability. But yeah. again, I don't disagree with anything you said. Like if you tell me if we're going into a playoff series and you tell me I get Kawhi Leonard for all, all the games in that series, then yeah, I'm worried. I'm, I'm probably not betting against him against almost every team, maybe other than potentially Bucks and Celtics this season, I'm worried. And even then, I'm nervous if you tell me we get full, fully healthy Kawhi. Uh, so I, I like that pick. I don't hate that pick. Uh, number nine for me, and I'm going to move right into my number eight, because number nine for me, I picked John Morant. So you and I, you and I are of the same mind when it comes to John Morant. So I'm going to move right into number eight. And this is someone who is on the favorites to win the Western Conference. And this is the gentleman who started off the Suns rollout here. And this is Devin Booker. So if you're looking at the 8-0 Suns from the bubble way back when, just shortly after you and I revamped this podcast, Justin, Devin Booker, I think he set a lot of things in motion. He had MVP buzz this year while he was still healthy, had that injury, unfortunately. But I think when you consider how much of a title threat the Suns are, and especially how that was solidified once KD joined the roster, Devin Booker deserves a lot of respect for that. Suns on Bovada, as I mentioned, are the favorites to win the Western Conference at plus 225. Justin, your thoughts and your eight pick. I apologize. He is not on my list. <laughs> good, um, good. But I think I get why you put him on. And I think it's, this is like, you know, MVP, right? Like how do we define 
who is the MVP. There's so many definitions. I think that goes for the top 10 players that we are defining it. And I think my definition is, is just who is the best in terms of who's going to win a game for you. And I think right now, if I'm picking between Durant or Booker, I think Kevin Durant's the better player. Now, granted, he's hurt. I, I, I agree. I think that. he. So I was, I'm thinking he's coming back this season. I hope so. So that's my assumption here. So if he's not, if he's hurt, if he's gone for the rest of the season, then I would replace Kevin Durant with Devin Booker on my list. But until I see that, um, I have Durant on my list a lot higher. We'll talk about him later. Me too. But, um, <laughs> I, I, I just couldn't put like two sons on my list. They had to be one or the other. But I get why he's an incredible player. And um, I think we've seen with Durant playing with Steph Curry that he's not going to hurt Booker's production or his impact at all. Um, so I don't think there's anything for Booker to worry about. But um, I get why you put him on there. That makes sense. Um, my eighth player is LeBron James. Now, he's currently mm. hurt. We'll have to wait and see. Again, a lot of my players are hurt. <laughs> I've been hurt on this list. A little bit of a bummer. But I like. I just, I mean, the guy is just playing at an incredible level at his age. Um, and I think his age, his longevity gets pushed too much. His stats are incredible. Like, he's not just, I think he gets, like, the Senior Citizen Award. Like, oh, he's look, look what he's doing. He's so old, and yet he's still playing at a high level. Like, he's playing at an elite level. Like, he's still a top-ten player in this league. Um, and I think he makes the Lakers, along with Anthony Davis, a viable threat in the Western Conference. Now, are they going to go to the NBA Finals? No. I think other teams are better. But, you know, if the Lakers, again, just the way the seeding goes, I mean, you're taking a look at a lot of these teams. They have not proven. They have not proven. I mean, you take a look at the Mavericks. Take a look at the Kings. The, the Nuggets have struggled. I mean, to me, if you take a look at Anthony Davis and LeBron, my trust level in them in a playoff situation is probably more in terms of Game 7 when everything's on the line. Mm. So. um that's why I have LeBron number eight on my uh, on my list. Unfortunately, the injuries hurt him um, that prevent him of being higher. But if he, if he was healthy, I mean, he was playing pretty consistently. He'd be higher on my list. So. Yeah, it's it's tough to leave LeBron off the list, but he's off my list at the moment. Oh, wow. <laughs> and, and you <laughs> nice. know how much I've respected LeBron in the past. No, no, no. But I think it's yeah. the Lakers' performance that kept him off for me. But this is good. We've Makes got sense. a lot of variation here between our lists, which is better for yeah. an episode like this. Um, right. Lakers sitting in 10th place right now. As I mentioned yeah. earlier, Bovada has them tied with the Grizzlies and the Mavs for uh, possibility to win the Western Conference at plus 1,000. So very interesting and speaks to that sort of trust that you mentioned and faith that people yeah. still have in LeBron James to get things done in the playoffs if he's able to get there. I think it's been a while since we've seen that, but not all of that <laughs> is on LeBron James. <laughs> so uh, I guess we're on number seven here. So I'll yeah. go ahead and share with you. My number seven is... On Bovada, fourth place odds for the MVP at plus 8,000, Jason Tatum. Wow. And I think he may climb this list in the next couple of years. He's got potential for it. Of course, it, this is also tough because that Celtics roster is deep. But I do think if you're going to tell me who's the top 
who who's the alpha of that squad. It's Jason Tatum and maybe a combination of Marcus Smart in some ways too, but Marcus Smart isn't uh, affecting the offense the same way that Jason Tatum is. So yeah, Jason Tatum, still quite young, went to the finals last year, obviously with the Celtics team and lost to the Warriors. But I got to give him props. Uh, has a lot of time to flourish and develop through, not even through his prime yet, or, or close to that even. So um, that's my number seven. Your thoughts, Justin, and your number seven. Uh, he is on my list, but higher. So I will save that later. And then I will ask you a question um, regarding that. I like it. <clears throat> because I'm, I, and to me, it's, it's, not, it's not like we're going to really disagree. I'm just wondering for him, like, what is his future as like the top dog in the league? But we'll talk about that a little bit later. Mm, good question. Um, so let me see. We're still on number, number seven, seven, I right? believe. Okay. So I would say my next pick is Steph Curry. Mm. Um, I think he is spectacular. His injuries hurt him on this list. I am biased with Steph Curry. I think he is the most spectacular player in this league. Uh, I just think he has revolutionized the game. And it's weird because I don't think LeBron gets a credit for revolutionizing the game either. I think that's pretty disrespectful. But I guess in terms of like actual kids, like kids emulating what he, I can't think of a, any other player that really emulates his style. Maybe Kobe and Allen Iverson and Jordan most recently. I mean, those are really the only other players that, you know, you go to a basketball court, you see kids like who are mm. they emulating? They're going to emulate Steph Curry. John Moran, and, too. Yeah. And, mm -hmm. Yep. Yes. Correct. Right. Good point. And I think with Steph at this point, his stats are close to 30 points per game. The Warriors are within sixth place. And that's going to, who knows, when you listen to this, the Warriors could be in 10th. Who knows? It's, just, it's so close. True. But as of right now, I think just seeing Steph and his ability just to hit shots from anywhere. And not only that, does his shot making it's not for spectacle. It's to also improve his team as well. Oh, yeah. And now there are concerns. I mean, they are, the Warriors are atrocious on the road. And I think from a leadership standpoint, he had a, you know, a recent 50 point game and they still lost. And I've seen things from this team that I've not seen from the Warriors ever, which is them just being lackadaisical and just not caring, which is highly uncharacteristic. So I think that penalty, that is a strike against Steph Curry. He is, you know, a leader on this team. And just to see them have these struggles is highly uncharacteristic. Um, unless they're just, I mean, it'd be different if they're just a bad lottery team or if it was that year until he just, he was hurt the majority of the year. But he, they've been active as well as Clay Thompson and Draymond Green. So there's no ex excuse for their current struggles. So that's why he's at the position he's at on my list. Defending that championship belt as well this yeah. season. Yeah. On Bovada, the Warriors are third in odds to win the Western Conference. So above oh, those wow. teams that we've been mentioning at plus 500. And they are tied. Here's the respect for Steph Curry, really, in my opinion. They are tied, again, on Bovada, fifth best odds to win the NBA title in spite of wow. that flux of their standings throughout the season. They're tied. Same odds as the 76ers, who have potential MVP candidate Joel Embiid, who I'm sure we'll be talking about 
at plus yeah. 1,000 odds to win the title for the Warriors there. Reason I know that is because Steph Curry is number six on my list. <laughs> so, <laughs> Justin, we don't need to add any more to that. I agree with you on how amazing Steph Curry is, how he impacts an offense in a different way than we've ever seen with how much attention you have to pay to him when he's off the ball, even when he doesn't have the ball in his hands. So, yeah, incredible. No disagreement there. and has really handled stardom to this degree very, very well from his explosion in like 2013 and beyond when he really came into being Steph Curry and then the MVP. I mean, just has, has always had that maturity about him to handle that as well. So always been super impressed with him, even if at times I was rooting against those Warriors teams in the championship. Mm -hmm. Can't hate on him uh, by any means so justin that's my sixth pick um we'll just throw it right back to you for your next pick uh number six yeah. for you uh, yeah so i would say my next pick is kevin durant um now again this is like i think that this is not like who's mvp necessarily this is not who's played right. the most games right. i'm thinking of who is the most talented 10 players in the league now that you know actively if i'm picking between one or the other they are going to have the most impact and that's why kevin durant's on this list now granted he is hurt um the suns are the fourth seed i would say the suns have had a, just a weird season just in terms of i think them underperforming and you know durant getting there and him getting hurt like warming up but i think there's no doubt that kevin durant's one of the most efficient players in nba history I mean, he's averaging 30 points a game. His impact's instantaneous. He is another genius basketball mind that doesn't get it really respected that much. I think people take for granted his efficiency and his stats, and he is incredible. And it was already so, clicking in Phoenix. Yeah. I mean, yeah. He's and a Swiss I think, Army knife, like we talked about. <laughs> yes. And then once he gets healthy, the, the Suns are an instant threat to win the, the championship immediately. So not much more just to say about Durant. Hopefully he just gets healthy soon. And we'll see how him and Booker mesh and what, what happens with DeAndre Aiden. I mean, that's a lot of pressure, you know, once, I mean, either way, either with Durant out of the lineup or him back in it. If Aiden does not play well, I think he'll be the scapegoat right or wrong. We'll see what happens with the Suns there. Matter of fact, even though Suns are sitting in fourth place in the Western Conference at this moment, and there's uncertainty around those injuries, you want to talk about impact. They are third best odds on Bovada to win wow. the NBA title. Third best odds over the Denver Nuggets. Only teams above them are mm -hmm. the Bucks and the Celtics. Suns in that plus 425 odds there for the title. How do I know that? Well, because KD is fifth on my list, Justin. So we're getting into a little <laughs> pattern here. Six <Yeah>. on <laughs> Steph was seventh on your list. He's sixth on mine. KD, sixth on your list. He's fifth on mine. I'm in total agreement with you about what you just said about KD. Um, so why don't we go ahead and move forward and get your fifth pick? This the top five I wrestled with, and I'll be honest, I was really debating moving one of my other picks in place of this pick, and that is with Luka Doncic. Mm. I I think Lucas kind of taking like a little bit of a step back recently. I think Kurt Heelan had a good point. 
But I think Luca's still just incredible. Like I just, it's just hard for me to put other guys on ahead of him. With the the guys I've mentioned, their injuries, and I think Luca's been pretty consistent. Now the strike against the Masray, like I think as a a leader and a an MVP candidate. I think that's that supremely hurts him in that regard. So I think that's why I have him on that, but still incredible. Um, he is this phenom in this league. And we'll see. I think this is another player. I think we have to wonder, you know, where, where what kind of expectations are we going to have for him? Is this going to be because of his leadership and his play style? Is, is that going to be limiting? Or is it going to be on the Dallas Mavericks organization to put other pieces around him? And like you said, Matt, I mean, them trading Jalen Brunson was a massive, <laughs> in hindsight, a massive mistake. And it's kind of coming back to haunt them now. So, um, well, I think with Luca, I, I, I'm biased because I'm a huge fan of his, but um, I think certainly he's taken a couple of steps back, but he's still incredible for sure. All right. I totally agree. Um, <laughs> I have more to say about Luca. Let's recount real quick our 10 through five here i'll go first at 10 i've got sga nine i've got john morant number eight i've got devin booker number seven i've got jason tatum we have yet to hear from from justin but we know he's on there number six i've got steph curry number five i've got kd justin give me yours real quick so i have john morant um, Kawhi Leonard, this is going 10 through so far, what we have so far. So John Morant, Kawhi Leonard, LeBron James, Steph Curry, um, Kevin Durant, and Luka Doncic. Right on. Number four for me, the pattern continues. It's Luka Doncic, who <laughs> you just talked about. I feel bad. You're like doing this heavy lifting for this show now, <laughs> introducing oh, all no, these no, players. Um, <laughs> a, a little bit of context to where the Mavericks are and kind of the disappointment that you alluded to, they are tied for fifth place uh, in terms of odds on Bovada to win the Western Conference at plus 1,000. And they are tied in eighth place, interestingly enough, with the Los Angeles Lakers to win the NBA title again on Bovada, these odds at plus 2,000. So in spite of, you know, Luca being this generational talent, and he's coming, believe us both, He's, he's tied with the very disappointing Lakers of this season in terms of odds to win the title. I guess you could look at that at a number of ways. My question with Luca right now is, is just how bad he really wants it. I mean, is he going to veer into being more of a Kobe or more of a Shaq? And both players dominant, but where is his determination? Where is his fire? What are his true motivations? Because it might not be... He might not be a killer like Kobe. I mean, we've seen him get competitive. We've seen him get heated with, you know, number eight on my list, Devin Booker. I mean, recently in that Suns-Mavericks matchup that we talked about with Kurt Helen. But why is he not in shape? And and we're getting close to the playoffs. I, I mean, I think that's a legit question. Why, when you look at his rookie photos, does he look in much better shape than he does now as a player that's done things in the playoffs. Why, why is this happening? We shouldn't be having these issues when you've been in the league for multiple years, unless you're telling me I'm just here to treat the NBA like it's the YMCA. I'm going to run and I'm going to score and I'm going to pass and I'm going to have fun and smile. 
but you know, whatever. If if we lose, it was just uh, rec league basketball, I guess. If if you're gonna treat it that way. And look, I'm I'm with you. I love Luka Doncic too. I my anger stems from I want to see you go all out. Like I want to see the yeah. max Luka Doncic. So that's what I've got on Luka. That's my number four. Justin, the floor is yours for your number four, and it'll probably be my number three. I'm guessing. <laughs> um. Probably not, uh, just because he was ranked. You already mentioned him. And oh, thank goodness. that is Jason Tatum. <laughs> um, <clears throat> and I agree with some of what you said about Jason Tatum, but I find it interesting because all I hear about Jason Tatum is like, he's fantastic. He's a great player, but he's going he's gonna to get like, you know, fourth or fifth in MVP. And I'm just wondering, like, will he ever win MVP in this league? Mm. Like, ever. Like, what, is, what does he have to do? Like, cause is it to a point, is it, I, I guess what I'm saying is let's just hypothetically speaking, I'm not sure this will happen, but he gets traded or he just leaves for free agency, whatever. He goes to a different team. Does he still have a shot at winning MVP over just the other elite players in this league that now we're seeing a little bit of a resurgence of big men and, you know, with Victor Winbinyama coming and who knows what Paulo's going to do. I mean, we're seeing a resurgence and just, taller you know players that you should dominate this league does he have any kind of a chance of winning mvp i mean i don't it's it's a bummer just to see how well he's performed but yet all i keep hearing is just well he has no shot at winning mvp and it's not necessarily due to his talent so here's how i see this justin i yeah if jason tatum wins mvp i think it's going to be a one-time thing and I think it's going to sort of be like a Charles Barkley or a Carl Malone situation where he's been in the narrative. He's been in this top three, top four. By the way, he's, I believe, fourth place in the odds right now. Yes, as we mentioned earlier on Bovada, fourth place in the odds. Um, so I think it's going to be just a one-time thing. And this is going to sound like a diss. I don't mean it that way. Jason Tatum is fantastic. But I don't think he pops the way that Embiid does. I don't think he pops the way. Now, athletically, yes, he's faster, more impressive athletically than Jokic. But I think Jokic pops a little bit more when you watch him play. I don't think he pops the way LeBron James pops. I don't think he pops the way like MJ pops. But I mean, that's that's not fair. I mean, who pops the way? Okay, I retract that. I don't think he pops the way John <laughs> Morant pops. I don't think he pops the way KD pops. So I don't know what that is. I, I guess I'm saying I don't think he's he's as high tier as those players I just mentioned. And he's playing on a team with a lot of depth and good coaching and a good setup. And it, I think it's always harder in the modern era if if people are still saying that, you know, Jalen Brown is close, is in the ballpark of Jason Tatum. Well, you know, this isn't purely just like a Jordan Pippen situation. There's a lot of other guys on that roster too in their own right. I mean, Marcus Smart winning defensive player of the year last season, for example. Yeah, I think that hurts you in the MVP category. I could see him winning one, but I'm with you. I, I, I'm skeptical if it ever happens. Yeah, me too. But I think he is pretty unheralded. And I think that's a great point in terms of his his relationship with Brown as well. They're just so closely tied, so similar. And I think that does hurt him, but he's still incredible. And I think, you know, with this resurgence of the Boston Celtics, 
he is a big contributor to that. Oh, yeah. I, I just love seeing him play. Oh, yeah. He's really, I, I just really love his game, and that's why I have him high on this list. Yeah. And I, I think that is um, that is a fair ranking, especially when you consider that he was in the finals just last season yeah. as, you know, sure. at least one of the leaders of the team, if not the leader of the Boston Celtics. So I'm going to go into my number three pick here. And yay, I get to lead <laughs> since since we had a different <laughs> difference uh, in our list or, or in the sequence anyway. And I'm going to talk about person who has been, I feel like, kind of maligned the last two weeks in discourse. I even, shoot, I hardly go on Twitter, but I went on Twitter to talk about it. And this is Nikola Jokic, the... Uh, up until a minute ago, the leading MVP candidate right now, he sits at second in the odds for MVP on Bovada at plus plus one fifty, And the nuggets are fourth place odds right now on Bovada to win the NBA title at plus 600. So behind the Celtics, the bucks and the Suns are the Denver nuggets. I think that's obvious why people are kind of seeing this as the Jokic led team but not a whole lot else helping him fairly or unfairly, as you've pointed out in previous episodes. I mean, he does have some pieces there that, that can help him out, but not to the degree of like a Jalen Brown with Jason Tatum. Sure. Um, I love Jokic. I, I don't know what else to even say. I love him. The reason he's third on my list is I was, again, kind of putting emphasis on both sides of the ball. Interestingly enough, Jokic is so potent offensively that even though most would agree he's not a rim protector, he's not fantastic on defense, even though he's not a zero, he still leads the league in plus minus. Uh, When you look at defense and offense, his offense is so effective that he's still the top player in plus minus. So I think that speaks to how incredible he is. I wouldn't blame you if you had him higher on your list, especially he's been back-to-back MVP. But there he is, Nikola Jokic, my third pick. Uh, we're going to be boring because he's my third pick also. Hey, that's all right. And I went back and, I went back and forth with this. I really did. <clears throat> I think, like you said, the offense, the offensive efficiency is why he's third on this list and why he's not higher compared to what we're probably going to talk about a little bit later on. And I, it's tough because I think he suffers a little bit from the casual NBA fan, what Jason Tatum has gone through. He doesn't really pop unless like you like basketball. I mean, if you're looking for like Twitter highlights and dunks and just sensational plays, you're not going to find out with Jokic. Just passes. But if just passes from time to time. Yeah, if you're looking for like this great basketball, I mean, he is sensational. I mean, and it's tough because we both seen him play in person. So it's kind of like if you haven't seen him play in person, you can't, you don't, can't appreciate him 100% compared to the other players on our list. You can just watch him on TV, you can just, it translates better. But I think why I don't think he'll be MVP and why I haven't thrown this list is again, just, the other two guys are just having monster, monster seasons. And they're relative to their rankings in terms of the their conferences. And that's why he's he's third. I think I think we're aligned in terms of where he's ranked on here, but still an incredible player. Sure. Yeah, bad timing in terms of the MVP voting. I mean, we have the Kendrick 
Perkins, JJ Reddick controversy happen and the Nuggets yeah, sure. go on a four game losing streak. People are <laughs> looking for reasons, um, like you said, and and in some ways fairly so because he's won it back to back. People are looking. This this always happens with the voting. I mean, it's not um, unheard of to look for different options and reasons to vote for different options. So this is bad timing for Jokic. Um, second on my list, Joel Embiid, who right now is just slightly the first favorite in terms of odds on Bovada to win MVP. He's at minus 125. He's also, for the record, eighth place in defensive player of the year odds on Bovada at plus 15,000. I don't think he's going to get that, but it's interesting that he is on the list at least. And that speaks to why I put him on the list above Nikola Jokic. For one thing, they're having fairly comparable seasons in different ways, but they are being dominant on their teams. You could argue the Eastern Conference is a little bit more stacked, at least until the trade deadline, a little more stacked than the Western Conference. And Embiid has been leading the 76ers through that. James Harden is kind of one night he's got it, one night he doesn't. So I don't think he has quite as much help as some of the other guys on the list that we've mentioned do. Uh, although, I mean, so, some nights Harden is still sensational. He had like 20 assists the other night, I think I remember seeing. Um, but Joel Embiid, he, he's just doing things that we haven't seen at the center position in terms of being, you, you know, his draft comparison was Hakeem Olajuwon. I won't put him there defensively, maybe ever, but he's got more shooting range than Elijah Wan had, which is an extra element in his game. And he is knocking down three pointers. It's not the first shot you want him taking, but he's doing it with some success and he's not killing the team as a result of it. And he also anchors that defense. And I think that that has tremendous value. And I think really, honestly, that's the number one value that I want from my center. If I'm building like my theoretical NBA team, so Jokic, not traditional in that aspect, Embiid is as kind of that defensive anchor. So I've got him number two. Justin, thrown it to you. Interesting, because I will get the Embiid in a little bit, but Giannis onto the Kumo mm. is my number two. <clears throat> it's tough because I think they're one A, one B. I mean, if you ask me tomorrow, I might have these two flipped. So I mean, this is no diss between one or the other. Sure. But I think Giannis is incredible. I think just a physical phenom. Um, another player I find really underrated in the league. And I think uh, I can't put my finger it's on weird, it. It's weird, huh? Because to me, I feel the same way. Yeah. Because he has everything. He's a goofball. He's entertaining during press conferences. He's honest. <clears throat> He's a great player. I don't, he checks all the boxes. And I think he has the ability to overcome what a lot of foreign athletes usually have to struggle with. Um, but yet, I don't know, in terms of his popularity, I do think there's a little bit of a disconnect. Maybe it's just the small market he plays in. I'm not, maybe that's a factor, but I think he's, he's just sensational. I think he's just a physical Macedon, very similar to Embiid. Um, but there's just in the paint, there's just no stopping him. There's he has, I mean, maybe Embiid, that's it. I mean, other than that, there he has no rival in terms of stopping him. Um, he's just such a physical force, and uh, I'm excited to see this year, especially if the, the way the brackets go, if the Bucks face the Sixers 
um, them two going oh, in. Oh, I hope I think. so. Yeah. I, I hope we get to see that matchup, but hopefully we get to see it multiple years too. Yeah. But with injuries and just, you know, things happening, it just, I don't know how the odds of that are going to play out. But I, I just think, Giannis, again, Wyatt, I don't know. I, I am biased for Embiid. I'll get to that later. But that's probably why I have him number one. I think he's just having just a killer season. But again, his stats are very, very comparable. So. Yeah. Uh, I I like that pick, obviously. I mean, getting to my number one, it's Giannis. And uh, I guess you could say I've been pretty consistent about my love for Giannis. He was my pick for MVP at the start of this year. I thought it would bounce back to him. Honestly, if I had to predict right now, it seems like Embiid's going to win MVP. But it is close enough that these win streak, lose streaks at the end of the year are going to impact that for those three teams, the Sixers, the Bucks, and the Nuggets. Um, Giannis, just to give a little context to how he's doing odds-wise on Bovada, he's Third best odds for MVP at plus 375. He's also higher than Embiid on defensive player of the year odds. Fourth best in defensive player of the year odds at uh, plus 2,500. And I think you're right. I think Embiid to this point is having a better season than Giannis. I guess one thing when looking at and you could debate certainly how much we should tie in things that have happened in the past to this list. I just trust Giannis's durability a little bit more. Embiid used to have major issues. That's fair. But, you know, this is kind of arguing semantics here because you could say, well, this is a report card for spring 2023. Who's your list? Who you got? And you can certainly make a case for Embiid here. So I think we're splitting hairs here. I do think Giannis is a little bit more dynamic. um, And he can play the center. He can also play point guard. Granted, they don't uh, use him that way as much anymore. Um, I don't know. So just slide edge to Giannis for me. Giannis also has the chip not to go all ring culture here on, on you, certainly Justin or anybody. Um, because I mean, LeBron has tons of chips and he's not even on my top 10 list. So I don't know. I think we could talk circles around who should be first, who should be second, but I want to hear more about your case for Embiid, who is your number one pick. Uh, Yeah. I just, you know, I think you summarized it pretty well. I think, you know, our our opinions is slightly differ, you know, Embiid, I I think I just have a connection to him. I, you know, when I was playing fantasy basketball, he was my first pick. I just, ever since he's came into the league, I've just seen the potential he's had. And I, I think he's finally realizing it. And I think you're right with the durability. That is a question mark, especially in the playoffs. And especially if we're to the second, you know, and to the third rounds here and you know, the games are going six, seven games. How is he going to hold up? That's a question mark. And I think you are right to hold that against him. I just think he's having a fantastic season. So that's over Giannis, but that is a factor. I can't really argue with you. If you want to put that as a strike against him in terms of which, which person are you going to pick? If who's going to remain healthy, I probably pick Giannis too. I mean, just by, by the facts. So. You know, I, I think that is a strike against MB, but I just think he's having an incredible season and, and so far so good. And I think you're right, Matt, in terms of Harden's inconsistency. He's able to um, c- compensate for that when Harden is not 
showing up. So. so interestingly enough, our top three are the same players, just in slightly different order. We we had Jokic, Embiid, and Giannis in our top three. Um, and I think what's cool about that, what you see with all three of those players is they really also emotionally care about the game of basketball as well. Yeah. There's there's no question to their commitment. I know people rip on Jokic for not having much postseason success yet, but we've seen him lose his cool. We've seen him lose his temper. <laughs> That's honestly a strike against him for some of the things we've seen in the postseason from him. But no question in my mind that he deeply cares. We've seen Embiid cry when Toronto, I, I believe it was when Toronto hit that buzzer beater to eliminate yeah. the 76ers. I mean, that was super upsetting to him. You could see he wanted to improve and he did improve. He took that to his game and got better. And Giannis, of course, as well. I mean, fantastic in interviews. Uh, I mean, one of my favorite interviews of the last five years was when he was talking about how much he loves Chris Middleton and playing for him and how much he wants him to succeed. And of course, we know what uh, it meant for him and, and we know his his loyalty to the Milwaukee Bucks franchise too, I, I think is admirable in some ways. Ties into a lot of things that I love about Damian Lillard and things that he said about impacting that community in Portland, things like that. Um, any last thoughts before we rattle off our list one more time, Justin, just to finalize it and then have folks comment on it? <laughs> no, um, I think we, we did a pretty good job of just uh, breaking all this down. Yeah, so take it away. I love that our lists are so different too. Um, yeah. there, there are some people, I mean, legends who, who aren't even on the top 10 here because there's yeah. so much talent in the NBA. So spring 2023, best player in the league list. I'll start off with mine, starting from number 10, Shea Gilgis-Alexander, number nine, John Morant, number eight, Devin Booker, number seven, Jason Tatum, number six, Steph Curry, number five, Kevin Durant, number four, Luka Doncic, number three, Nikola Jokic, number two, Joel Embiid, tightly, tightly <laughs> followed by number one, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Justin, your top 10. Yeah, uh, my top 10, uh, John Morant at number 10, and number nine, Kawhi Leonard, at number eight, LeBron James, at number seven, Steph Curry, at number six, Kevin Durant, at number five, Luka Doncic, at number four, Jason Tatum, at number three, Nikolai Jokic, number two, Giannis Antetokounmpo, and number one, Joel Embiid. So guys, let us know if you send us email or social media comments or whatever. Uh, we would love to hear where you differ. What do you think we missed? Where are our blind spots? Who should be on that top 10 list that's not on it? Am I crazy to not put LeBron James in my top 10 list? Maybe so. Um, really appreciate you guys listening. If you made it this far. Um, and that's all what we have for today. We got to wrap up, man. Been a pleasure as always, Justin. Any last words? No, just enjoy March Madness. Absolutely. Enjoy March Madness. We will be back with you soon with another episode of In the Lab with Hoopsology. For Justin Goodrum, I'm Matt Thomas. Peace out. See you next time.